Welcome to the Quantum Corner. I'm your host, Cottonwood Stone. The main focus of today's podcast is to highlight good things that are happening in the world, spotlighting folks who are doing those good things in their own communities and people who are following their dreams. Not famous people in the spotlight of mainstream fame, but everyday people just like you and just like me. It's my hope that you will find the seed within yourself, the seed that gives you the passion to design your life by your choice. And if you're already out there living your purpose, let me know so I can have you as one of my guests. So let's do this thing together. power of the word. That's today's topic. It's such a broad topic, such a wide range underneath this umbrella. I don't know about you, but in my past, I've always started outside of myself. And by that, I mean how I communicate with others. If there's a communication breakdown, I blame the other person. It's for sure the other person's fault, right? If they don't understand what I'm saying, that's completely on them because it's always the other person's fault. I really hope you didn't just believe that last statement. In reality, just like me, you know deep inside it's a collaborative effort of all involved in the communication breakdown. Here's the thing, though. You can't control the other person. You can only control yourself. Easier said than done, right? You're not alone, not by any shot. This gal right here is with you. For right now, though, let's keep it simple and focus just on our own thoughts. How good are you at controlling the things you say and believe about yourself? I offer you a challenge this week. Simply notice. How many times you catch yourself saying something negative internally about yourself? If you are brave enough and vulnerable enough to share that, email me at cotton at cottonwoodstone.com. I'll share the results right here so that you can see you're not alone. And together, we'll explore ways to swap out those negative thoughts with something more empowering. Today, on our Community Spotlight feature, I'm excited to have with us Elaine Marie from Tempe, Arizona, and she's here to talk to us about the Wild Women Project. Welcome, Elaine. Thank you, Cottonwood. Glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about the Wild Women Project. The Wild Women Project has been around for about 10 years. It was founded by Chris Maddox. She has this incredible vision that brought about the Wild Woman Project. The mission is to awaken women 
to their most authentic, undomesticated nature so that they may feel like themselves all the time. No apologies. What the Wild Woman Project consists of is training facilitators to lead women's circles all over the world. And she also does an annual Wild Woman Festival, usually in the summer in upstate New York. Part of what she bases the content is Women Who Run With the Wolves by Dr. Estes. So with that idea, again, for us to be wild in our authenticity unapologetically. I love that strength and realness of claiming the feminine, like rising up the feminine to bring a little bit more balance and healing to our world. And so we gather in circle to really see each other, hear each other and encourage our, each other to be our best selves and, and more beyond without apology, but rather in celebration of each other and the gifts we have to bring to share with each other and heal the world. That sounds really exciting. I understand you facilitate one of those circles at your place in Tempe. When I first went through the training in the fall of 2018, I was really excited to start doing small circles at my home. I took last year off with with COVID. This year, I've done two virtual circles so far, which I've really enjoyed and honestly quite surprised at the richness of what we can co-create virtually. So this year, doing circles virtually, at the end of the circle, I'll pull a card for each woman and serendipity, intuition, magic, whatever you want to call it, kicks in and the cards are like spot on. Our angels or spirit guides are are with us and kind of helping us along with this process. And how often do you meet or get together for the virtual gatherings? The way it works is Chris gives us the content every full moon for the next new moon. So that usually gives us two weeks to absorb the content and uh, prepare for the circle. And Chris, the way she phrases it is this is an offering. This year's theme is to wield love with the idea of if love is the most powerful force in the universe, you know, how can we use it for good? She has a theme each year and then each month she will give you content based on a sub theme of that theme and also tie in the astrological, whether it's an air sign, an earth sign, some of the elements, keywords, key quotes, anything to kind of enrich that experience. So she says, Hey, this is my offering. Take, take what you will use, what resonates, add uh, what you want. 
the content will change from month to month. And of course, the participants, what is consistent from month to month is the premise of we're going to take these two hours together and we're really going to see each other and we're going to listen. We're not going to offer advice. We're not going to criticize. And so there's this freedom and you can share anything and be accepted and supported exactly where you're at. And that's, that's a different way of listening and being supported and being seen than what happens in day-to-day life. So cultivating that is a very special time. No matter what the content is, we're all going to take it from whatever's alive for us in that moment. And then we have that safety and confidentiality and freedom to just be ourselves. How did you get involved? What prompted you to want to become a facilitator? I stumbled upon, and it's one of my friends always talks about following breadcrumbs. <laughs> and I followed the breadcrumbs a couple of years ago. I, it must have been the summer of 2018 and stumbled across a wild woman project circle in the North Phoenix area and attended that with a friend of mine. And I turned to my friend and I said, Hey, I bet I could do this. And she's like, you totally rock it. <laughs> so I just got really jazzed about it. You know how you get fired up about something and you think, Hey, I could do that. I checked out the training and I I took it. It was a seven-week online training. So I just trust the seeds. You know, I don't know what's going to get planted or who's going to come. Well, if someone wanted to become a facilitator or maybe attend as a participant, how do they find the Wild Woman Project? Yes, that's a great question. So uh, the URL is thewildwomanproject.com. And there's a lot there. So go check it out. And then as far as the Wild Woman Project Circle Leader training, that's in its 10th year now. She holds that twice a year in the fall and in the spring. It's just a wonderful community. Thank you so much, Elaine, for being here today. And again, if you are interested in participating or being a facilitator, visit www.thewildwomen, with an O, not an E, woman, W-O-M-A-N, project.com. Yes. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. The topic of today is the power of the word. I wanted to bring Elaine into this conversation since she's our guest for today. What is that for you in the moment of right now? No pressure, Elaine. <laughs> it's such a rich 
and beautiful, curious question. Does something specific come to your mind first? Yeah, what I've been percolating on today since you gave me a heads up this was going to be the topic is the power of the word when communicating with another person, especially when we're trying to talk about complex feelings or things that we disagree on or anything, really. Something that's that's really close to the heart and and tender and sensitive. I if I'm in conversation with someone like you, my dear friend, and we're having a conversation and I can hear in your voice and my response to you that I'm not quite getting it. Well, I want to get it because you're important to me. And I understand that we have different experiences. We have different thoughts, feelings, filters. You might say something and it and it sparks something in me. And that's totally not what you're saying. But I want you to feel seen. It's not about me. It's about you being seen. So I've been thinking about the power of the word, especially when responding to someone who's talking to you how important it is to keep keep going until you get there like i don't want to just be have someone be like well yeah that was fine i yeah eileen was listening to me i wanted to be oh my goodness i could tell by eileen's words that she really gets me she heard me and i know she totally disagrees with me but i felt so seen. And so to find the power of the word to convey that is something I've been kind of percolating on. We each have different definitions of words too. What you're saying and what they're interpreting, even though you're using the same words, it could have totally different meaning too. Yeah. Yeah, that that just doesn't even add to the challenge at all of clarity. (laughs) (laughs) The word is powerful and what we say to people can can really be medicine in a good way or a bad way. The Journey of Raintree, Chapter 1, The Earth's Breath. Hey there, how's your day going so far? Do I know you? You seem really familiar. I get a good vibe from you. You've got some good juju. I feel like I can talk with you. My gut tells me I can trust you. Yes, it is such a beautiful day. Do you have a moment? Oh, good. Well, let's sit here, side by side, right here on this bench. We'll swap stories. You know those kind of stories. The ones that most people think are woo-woo. The ones most people don't believe or choose not to believe. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they're afraid too. Maybe because if they can't see it, they won't believe it. Hence the whole woo-woo thing. For me, though, that just doesn't make any sense. Because we can't see air. We know it exists. 
We can't see gravity either, yet we know it's a physical law. It definitely exists. So why do they disregard our unexplainable woo-woo stories? What? You want me to go first? You want me to be the vulnerable one? Okay, I'll be brave. We have to make a pact, though. And it's this. We agree to never say, this is going to sound so strange, or you're going to think I'm crazy, or anything else like that. No prefaces. These are real things that have happened, and I know deep inside, it's not just you and me that have had these experiences. Others have too. They're just afraid to speak out about them. I wish I could remember exactly how I got here, to this place where I dance between the worlds. It's been so long now that it feels ordinary for me. Let me ask you a question. Is it ordinary for you, too? It is? Really? Nice. Years ago, while I was on one of my gentle walks, I noticed the earth breathing. I know, I know, it sounds a little crazy. Oh my gosh, I did it already. Silly habitual preface. Thanks for catching that for me. I choose a redo. I saw the earth breathing. The ground looked like it was a continuous series of small rolls. They were everywhere. It almost made me dizzy. I even saw the rolling as it moved under my feet. Yet my feet were still solid on the ground. I thought I must be seeing things, so I closed my eyes for a few seconds, and when I opened them, the earth was still breathing all around me. And then she whispered in my ear. I could hear her clear as day. She said, I am the earth. I am alive. Just as you are alive. And I didn't know how to respond to her. In that moment, I fell in love. More than once since then, she has given me the opportunity to see her breathe. Have you ever seen her breath? <laughs>